So here's one for you. I was putting the little man to bed the other night. He's six. And he was having trouble sleeping because, as he put it, there was monsters after him. Now, thankfully, I know better than to tell him that monsters don't exist. Because I could easily say that, obviously. I could say, listen, buddy, you've nothing to worry about. Monsters don't exist. Night, night, bud. And close the door. But the monsters exist in his head. The monsters exist in his imagination. So although they're not, you know, technically real, although they don't exist per se, that doesn't stop them from affecting his life. And anything that affects your life is fucking real enough. Ghosts are another thing that I, at least, don't think are real. Now, look, there's plenty of people out there who think they are real. Fair play to them. But I personally don't think ghosts exist. Having said that, I've seen one. And it was only the other evening. Myself, my wife, my two-year-old daughter were playing hide-and-go-seek. So it was Mammy's turn to hide, and myself and my two-year-old ran around the house looking for her. Okay, we do the whole countdown, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, ready or not, here I come. So, myself and Kiva went down the hall and into her bedroom. And walked in and, oh, Mammy's not behind the curtain. Mammy's not under the bed sheets. Mammy's not in the wardrobe. Grand, okay. Uh, Where could she be, Kiva? We'll try your room. And as we walked out the door, I saw a fucking ghost behind the door and it scared the fuck out of me. I literally made this noise <laughs> so now now i know if i do ever see a ghost what i'm likely to do and what i'm likely to do is exactly what i've done which was make a funny face and go <laughs> herself was standing behind the fucking door i knew she was hiding in the house i was specifically looking for her but whatever way i had kind of passed her and her 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 image was just in the, in my peripheral vision. I didn't really see her. I saw something, and it scared the bollocks out of me. But obviously, ghosts aren't real. But I mean, if I hadn't been walking around my house looking for my wife, playing hide and go seek with my daughter, and that was in a different context, if I saw that same image in a fucking dark wood or in an abandoned building or late at night or any of the above, you. Bet your bottom bollocks, I'd be sure as shit sure this ghosts were real. And very fucking real. But they're not, obviously. Another couple of things that aren't real or don't exist per se is a kilometer. Kilometer doesn't exist. Can't touch it. Centimeter doesn't exist. You can't open up a box of centimeters. You can't hug a millimeter. Okay, these things, technically, they don't exist. But just because something doesn't exist doesn't mean, A, that it doesn't affect you, or B, it doesn't have some utility. Would you take a job that was 375 kilometers away from your house? You fucking shouldn't. But, you know, just because it doesn't exist per se, it doesn't mean there isn't utility in understanding what it is. Side note, do you know what a kilometer is? I'll break it down for you. Kilometer, kilometer. Kilo means thousand, meter means meter. Kilometer or kilometer, thousand meters. Simple as that. Centimeter, uh, dollars and cents, euros and cents. A cent in euros or a cent in dollars is one hundredth of a euro. So cent is some variation of hundredth. Centimeter, one hundredth of a meter. So you divide a meter 
into 100, you get centimetres. You multiply a metre by a thousand, you get kilometres. Millimetre, same principle. Mill, I presume, is some thousandth of a metre. So that's what a millimetre is. One thousandth of a metre. Tons, kgs, or tons, kilograms, and grams, same thing. So a ton is a thousand kilograms. That's all it is. A ton is 1,000 kilograms. A kilogram, 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 kilo being thousand, gram being a gram, thousand grams is a kilogram, and then a gram is a gram. None of those things exist, but they have savage utility. And what I'm labouring to make, or the point that I'm labouring to make here is that just because something doesn't exist doesn't mean that A, it doesn't affect you, and B, doesn't have some sort of utility. I'm moving away from measurements per se. Just look at numbers. Look at all of mathematics. Show me a number five. Show me, show me what five is. Not what it represents. What it is. Because it, it isn't anything per se. So all of mathematics, none of it really exists. None of it's quote-unquote real. But again, doesn't affect the fact that it affects you. And it doesn't affect the fact that it has utility. And all of this just goes to show the power of your mindset, how you create your own reality. So reimagine what's real. Reimagine what's true. Look at something that's objectively happening in the world. Pick COVID. You, you can't say that it's not happening. You might think it's a scam. You might think it's fake. You might think all sorts of other such nonsense. But you can't deny the fact that it's in existence. Even if it's not real, it's in existence. Even if it's been made up, which I don't think it is by any stretch of the fucking imagination, but plenty of people out there do, and fair play to them. But it is existing, real or otherwise, it's there. Is it a good or a bad thing? That's like anything else. It entirely depends on what you think. There is no objective reality. There's very little objective reality to anything in general. Never mind something as kind of broad and as ill-defined as covid think COVID is fucking broad and ill-defined. Here's one for you. What about God? Does God exist? Is God real? The way I would have answered that question back in the day when I was a militant atheist was, eh, no. That's basically what the answer that I would have given to, is God, does God exist? Is God real? Eh, no. Obviously. And another thing that I would have, would have repeated is extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence which is something that I still repeat, and I love it, I think it's brilliant. I think if you've got a mad, wild claim, fair play to you, but back the fuck up or I'm not interested. You think COVID is, you know, some sort of conspiracy? Okay, fine, I'm willing to hear you out. I'm willing to hear what it is that you have to say in the matter, but I'm not willing to just go, oh, fuck, no way, and take it as gospel. So speaking of gospels, back to God. So I'm asking myself now in 2020, with everything that I've learned and everything that I've, all the different ways that I've grown, do I think God exists? And I think my answer to that question is yes. But I think it exists like a kilometre exists, like a kilogram exists, like a centimetre exists. So do they exist? Could you ever, you know, will you ever, are you ever likely to bump into a kilometre? Can you, you know, pick up a millimetre? Can you give a ton a hug? No. And in the same way, I don't think God exists in that sense. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't have savage fucking utility. And it doesn't mean that it doesn't affect the way you view the world. 
your outlook on it and how you act in it. Increasingly, I'm starting to think that all the different cultures, well, not increasingly, I, I do genuinely think I think this now, that all the different cultures throughout the world that have been separated by mountain ranges and thousands of kilometres of oceans and all the rest of it on various sides of the fucking planet, each and every one of them to a man had some form of God. And to me, that's very similar, if not the exact same, as them having measurements. They all had some form of measurement. I don't, I can't envisage how a people's could come to the point of a high civilization and not be able to say, you know, yawn for coming for a walk and not having something to pin down what that walk is going to entail. So a number for the amount of hours or a number for the amount of kilometers or a number for the amount of footsteps. Now, they mightn't have had numbers, but they would have had some way, they had to, they would have had to have some way of... uh, putting what was in their head into the other person's head and knowing it was the same. So without hours or any form of number or time, say, you might say, do you want to go for a walk? How long is this walk going to take? Until sunset. It mightn't be the same every time you say it, but the person you're talking to knows what it is that you mean. And I think it's something very similar, if not the exact same thing for God. We know what we mean by God and when we say it, up until more recently, I think, everyone else knew what we were talking about too. And I think that worked particularly well throughout history when you were only exposed to, let's say, in our instance, living in Ireland, like the odds of you being exposed from somebody who wasn't from Ireland was slim to non-existent. So if somebody in Ireland was talking about God, you can be reasonably sure that everybody either knew exactly what they were talking about or that there was enough crossover for them to see God as the same thing. But now that we're all living together and we're only a text message away from somebody on the top of fucking Everest or at the bottom of the fucking deepest trench in the world, we're only literally an instant away. So we're in contact with all different types of tribes of people and nationalities and creeds and colours and genders and sexual preferences and all the rest of it and that's when God has become confusing because we're all using the same word to describe essentially the same thing but not really I mean the the Christian God and the Muslim God or the Islamic God or whatever the right way of phrasing that is have similarities but they're very different I don't think that in Islam they have the same concept of forgiveness with their gods with their god should i say so in christianity you're told to believe that your god holds forgiving your enemies up there with the best of them not quite sure that's the same with islam that's more of an an eye for an eye type of religion now look i'm no fucking theologian so i stand to be corrected but you get the sentiment there's differences But generally speaking, it's the same fucking thing. Even though it doesn't technically exist, again, like a kilometre or a kilogram or a tonne or whatever unit of measurement it is, it doesn't technically exist, but it doesn't downplay its utility or its importance. Another thing about about what is real or what exists is that it's relative. So 
I can objectively prove to you that the planet Neptune exists. But what fucking relevance does that have to you? Or your daily or your daily life? That thing you said to that girl when you were 10 and it went down terribly and it was all really awkward and you can't get away from that memory. That doesn't really exist, but it could be affecting you on a fucking daily basis. Someone might have told you you were fat and stupid when you were a kid and maybe you've brought that with you throughout the rest of your life. Maybe you'll never be able to wind back the clock and figure out why you feel insignificant, why you feel anxious, why you feel angry. Maybe you'll never be able to pinpoint what it was that happened to you when you were a child or yesterday or sometime in between. Maybe you'll never be able to place what went right or what went wrong to make you who and what you are now. But that doesn't mean that whatever that was doesn't have any relevance, especially if it's shaped who you are, especially if it shapes what you say and what you do and how you act. So what's the point of all of this? I'll tell you what the point of it is. In 2024, I'm going to be 40. Okay, I'm 36 now. In four years' time, I'm going to be 40. What kind of a 40-year-old am I going to be? Am I going to be the same as I am now, only four years older? I fucking hope not. I really, really hope not. And I'm going to do everything in my fucking power to ensure that I'm not. And the best thing to ensure that I'm not going to be a 40-year-old, 36-year-old is that by the time I'm 37... I'm not going to be 36 plus another year. I'm going to be a different person in a year's time, never mind in four years' time. And who we are and who we're going to become is, if not entirely, then it's mostly made up of what's buzzing around in between your ears. Which is not the same as objective reality. It's not the same as things that definitely do exist and definitely do affect you and are absolutely in the world as a verifiable verifiable fact. These things do affect us, obviously. Try driving a car at 200 miles an hour and go around a sharp end. Okay, objective reality is important. You must pay attention to it. Otherwise, you know, you're going to trip over things and fall. And there's nothing more real than the concrete when you hit it face first. So I'm not saying that things that absolutely 100% do exist and are verifiable, and that you can reach out and touch them. I'm not saying that they are not important. They are. They absolutely are. But what is as important, if not more important, if not far more important, if not the only thing worth fucking paying attention to, is the thoughts that are buzzing around your head. Because they are what dictate what you do and how you do it. And the type of person that you become is predicated on what you do how you do it, and how often you do it. We're a week into this lockdown, okay? What? Ask yourselves, what differences have you made in the last week? What have you become more aware of? One thing I didn't say in a previous episode when I shared the link to the poem and the song, did you listen to them? I'm going to ask you now to go back. It was the episode before last, I think. Five, maybe. It doesn't matter. Just Google before you push the chair. And it'll come up or you put it into YouTube before you push the chair. It's only three or four minutes long. Listen to it. And as you're listening to it, feel your emotions. Like, Take note. Ask yourself, how does that make me feel? Maybe write down a couple of words. It's not going to make you feel particularly happy. 
It's not going to make you feel particularly uplifted. But what is it going to make you feel? Get better with articulating your own emotions. And then do the same with the song, um, How You Like Me Now with the Heavy. When you listen to that, how did it make you feel? Odds are it's not going to make you sad. Odds are it's going to make you feel fucking like going for a run or putting on your favourite clothes and strutting. or I don't know what the fuck's going to make you feel like. But the point being, the more aware you can be of your own consciousness, your own mind and how to alter it, the better equipped you are to guide yourself towards the type of person that you want to be. And the type of person that you want to be should only be a better version of yourself. It shouldn't be Barack Obama or fucking Elon Musk, okay? Pick a better version of yourself. And I'll chat to you tomorrow.